0: This is Jack Thomas, Senior Project Manager at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission.
1: This is Bentley Story, the Director of Business Development for the Arkansas Economic Development Commission, and you're listening to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast, where we discuss the latest topics and trends in economic development with subject matter experts and influencers from across the nation and around the world.
2: Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast. This is Clint O'Neill. I serve as Deputy Director of the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. We are recording today's podcast in mid-December of 2021. And as this year draws to a close, it's safe to say it's been a strong year for economic development in Arkansas. There were some significant economic development wins in Arkansas this year from companies representing a diverse list of industries, including food and beverage, timber and forest products, technology, metals, and others. You may recall hearing or reading about some of these announcements, the capital investments being made, and hundreds of new jobs being created. But there's always more to the story, so today we wanted to take some time to revisit some of the year's most memorable projects, share a few behind-the-scenes stories, and recap some important updates from AEDC. Joining me today are two of my colleagues from AEDC who have a unique perspective on economic development in Arkansas Because they spend their days, and sometimes their nights and weekends, working with site selection consultants and company executives for months and weeks leading up to project announcements. Today we have Jack Thomas, Senior Project Manager, making a return trip to the podcast studio. And for the very first time... We have Bentley Storey, Director of Business Development, joining us here today. Jack and Bentley, welcome to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast. Thanks, Clint. Welcome, Thanks Clint. Bentley.
1: Hey, absolutely. Cue the, uh, cue the audience noise and the cheering. I can, <laughs> Drum if we can roll, can add please. that in later, yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to talk about projects in 2021. We will not be able to cover them all, but some of the most memorable. Jack, let's start with you. What's uh, one or two of the most memorable projects from this past year?
0: Yeah, I think there's there's really two that that stick out. One that uh that I think is the most memorable for several reasons, one being I think because I Use their their product is uh, is the Danson's project down in down in Hope, and uh, the announcement with with Danson's was that they would open the the country's largest barbecue pellet mill in the United States, creating fifty to a hundred jobs in in Hope. This is it's interesting because the uh, the whole trend of pellet grills is something that's that's new. Um, it's something I think that their tagline is uh, making the the average griller an expert griller. And uh, some of the folks here in the in the studio, I'll turn my eyes to Bentley. Uh, could use some of their products, but uh, that was a neat project because they, Danson's was a company that. To be quite honest, I had never heard of, of their name, but when I did a little bit of research and found that uh, they were the parent company of Pit Boss, Louisiana Grills, Country Smokers, uh, I think all of us realized that this is somebody that's a big player in the industry. So, uh, when they decided that they wanted to bring the manufacturing of their pellets in-house, uh, that was a project that was was super exciting because that's something that if you go to go to my back porch right now, you'll see some, some Pit Boss pellets on the back porch that uh, that we use, use quite a bit. So, so, Jack,
2: before you move on to the next one, just to make it clear, you're saying if if you and Bentley had a cook off you, you feel pretty confident here, oh
0: yeah, no doubt i mean i I think not a knock to our friends at Danson's, but you know if we did go old fashioned and we went uh we went a. Just an old traditional smoker. I don't know. Bentley might have the edge just because he's got the edge in, in age, but uh, I don't know. I mean, if you look at some of the new the new uh, developments, new technology, I think I think I could take him.
1: Okay, we'll have another podcast uh, scheduled in a couple of weeks to uh, go over the uh, the findings from our uh, cook off. Apparently, yeah. so uh, stay tuned for the uh, the next round of Arkansas podcast. Podcast.
0: Are we talking about pro- what are we talking about? We're talking about projects. Uh, so the the dances project was cool. That was a, a fun one for a lot of reasons. I think a little. Bit Bit of the backstory on that. Uh, got a phone call from an industrial realtor out of Dallas that the three of us know very well, Holmes Davis, and he said, "Hey, there's this company that's looking around. They're looking for uh, an existing building. They're looking in East Texas. They're looking in North Louisiana. And they're looking in, in South Arkansas. And we think that the Georgia Pacific building, former Georgia Pacific building, would be a good fit for them." And uh, so we had a call with them, talked through some of the advantages of doing business here, some of what they would find as far as timber supply, and ultimately had them in for for a site visit last fall and and hope and had a really good good presentation with them and uh, Steve Harris brought a few folks locally together to uh, to make the case that that we are the location for them and ultimately in February they announced that they'd be opening the the, the country's largest barbecue pellet mill in in Hempstead County
1: yeah I think another Cool thing about Danson's was their decision-making process. Uh, they didn't hem all around. It was uh, they they found an opportunity and uh, and really liked the community and, and jumped on it and said, yeah, we're we're going to make it happen. So it was it was nice to see that uh, move so quickly. And uh, you know, one thing I've noticed from Danson's too is they're a, a, a great community partner. You know, they they love the community. They're bought in and uh, they've done already done a lot of cool things in in Hope. So yeah, it's a pretty cool project.
0: Yeah, that that was a good one. And then another one that comes to mind is the, the- Montrose project. So the reason that that sticks out is because it was a little bit more traditional in that there was an RFI that was issued, um, more of a traditional site selection search with a, a consulting firm that we worked throughout. I guess dating back, I think the original email that I had was December 15th, which we're recording this on December 14th. That, that they sent out the, the RFI. And one of the things that I think we saw nationwide was throughout 2020 was this this trend of companies getting out of high regulatory environments and moving to states that had less of an impediment on, on private sector business. And that was definitely the case with, with this project. Um, I guess, like I said, it was December 15th, we received an RFI from a consulting firm out of California that was representing another California company on a project that they were calling Project Jade Ultimately found out that the the uh, company behind the, the project was Montrose Environmental Group. and um, They issued an RFI nationwide site search and ultimately decided that they wanted to focus on three markets where they had subsidiary presence. One of those was in the Northeast, two of those were in the Southeast, one in, in Arkansas, one in another state, and they ultimately selected North Little Rock as a location to relocate their principal executive offices, relocating 90 jobs, paying an average salary of $96,000. So, great project, great jobs, and a good win for Central Arkansas. A
2: big win for sure. We don't always know who we're competing against, but a project like that that moves its principal executive office from California to Arkansas is a great story, and we expect more of those to come. Billy what about a memorable project from you?
1: Yeah, so um, it's probably a little obvious, but the Trex Project, Project Treehouse, as it was affectionately known for about a year, um, was a pretty big project it uh, first off uh, you know i, I doubt they're going to listen to this but i'll give a shout out to James Reddish and Catherine Holmstrom uh, you know, they worked tirelessly on that uh, on that project and uh, did a great job. So, yeah, Catherine and James, um, you know, they they put the most time and effort. And I think I've said it before, without them, this project would not have happened. So, but it was, you know, the very traditional sense of an economic development project. Jack referred to my age. Uh, so, in my 15 years, I can say that this is probably one of the more traditional projects worked that, uh, you know, used a site location consultant, global location strategies out of Greenville, South Carolina. It was uh, a great opportunity to get to work with them again and, and work through this process. They're top-notch, uh, the company's top-notch. It's a pretty awesome, uh, awesome product. But, you know, this project was one of those where um, we kind of felt like we were in the driver's seat probably halfway through and just kind of had to continue knocking down barriers and overcoming obstacles and issues that would arise. And uh, that's everything from uh, changing to site uh, 1B um, almost at the last minute to working with uh, other outside parties to ensure infrastructure was there and roads and get moved and rail gets to it. So we literally have to to, to move a road for this project. So, you know, it's uh, it, it was great. I was looking back at my calendar uh, earlier today of 2021 and uh, noticed a very strong theme, treehouse meetings throughout the entire year. We had a standing weekly call with the consultant and the company, in addition to the outside calls that would come up after those weekly calls that we would have to uh, figure out what the issue was and, uh, and how to mitigate it. So uh, a lot of time and effort, but again, it, uh, it was an awesome project. One project, you know, to talk about kind of fun story and nuances. The first site visit we had Uh, We actually procured some of their product and built a deck out on the site. This was actually not the site that they chose. It was actually the Site 1A. Uh, Built the uh, deck uh, on the site and actually bought a few of their Adirondack chairs. And at the time, we had a, a junior-level project manager, uh, uh, Jack Thomas was actually his name, who, uh, who actually ran around the entire city of Little Rock moving those chairs around. So as if, the, as if we had purchased a half a dozen of those chairs, they appeared at the site, they appeared at our office for our meetings, they appeared at the governor's mansion for a dinner, uh, and we, uh, we enlisted Jack to, uh, to move all of those around. So I don't think I've ever gotten a chance to say thank you, Jack, but thank you. This project may not have happened without your logistical uh, expertise. You're so. welcome.
0: I didn't realize that in the interview process, if you, uh, if you said you had a truck, you got bonus points because you would get tasked to do some of these things. But yeah, that was, that was fun getting to track, track those down all across town and move them and a uh, good surprise for, for the company and a good touch for sure.
1: Oh yeah, they uh, they loved it. Actually, another cool thing during the announcement, we had the deck broken down and actually moved to the announcement location at the Little Rock Port. So the governor, CEO, everyone, actually, the mayor stood on that deck to make that announcement. Uh, it was pretty uh, pretty cool. We actually had the chairs out there too. Jack was on vacation, I think, uh, so I actually had to go get the chairs and move them myself. So, uh, but hey, whatever it takes.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh,
1: but yeah, again, Trex, uh awesome awesome project. Um, awesome company. Um, hopefully one day I can get some of their product on, on my back deck. So for the Trex project, you know, several uh, hundred million dollar capital investment, over 500 jobs to produce uh, their composite decking. It's uh, a pretty nice product. And so for those out there, I'm not a paid representative of their uh, company, but I uh, highly recommend it. Uh, great product.
2: Excellent. You know what else is a great product is the Arkansas Inc. Broadcast. And so, James, Catherine, I know you're tuning in. We'd like to say hello. I'll give a quick overview of a few projects to add on to what Jack and and what Bentley mentioned. Fort Smith had a great year. It was actually the first couple of projects that we announced in 2021 were in Fort Smith. We worked with... Jonesboro-based Hytrol. Hytrol is a company that manufactures conveyor systems. They've been in Arkansas for quite some time, having a longstanding presence after moving as a very young company from Wisconsin, being recruited by AEDC's founding chairman, Winther Brockefeller. Hytrol has grown up in Arkansas, and when it was time to mitigate risk and look for a second location, They looked around the country, and they ended up in Fort Smith, Arkansas, on the western side of the state. It was a great project, and they have exceeded their numbers in hiring and even announced a second expansion project just a couple months ago. So overall, 350 new jobs to the Fort Smith area by a great company with with a large investment by Hytrol. Another company that expanded in Fort Smith is Mars Pet Care, so over the course of the pandemic, one of the stats that Mars Pet Care shared was that 23 million households in the United States have taken on a pet in the time of the pandemic. Those pets get hungry, and that results in jobs for Kansans. Mars Pet Care has a large facility in Fort Smith, and they decided it was an excellent location to expand in January and then again in September. Creating several hundred jobs and a few hundred million dollars in new capital investment. And then a very exciting project in Fort Smith, which is outside of what we typically see as a traditional economic development project, is that Fort Smith will be the new home of the Singapore Air Force Squadron. This is estimated to have a one billion dollar annual impact on the economy. Within the next couple of years, Ebbing Air National Guard Base will house 36 F-35 fighter planes and an F-16 squadron from the Republic of Singapore. So we welcome the many families that will be moving from Singapore. They've had a few site visits since the time of the announcement. Leading up to the announcement, had a really exciting site visit where we had the opportunity to talk about Arkansas to these executives and members of the Singapore Air Force. We treated this like a traditional site visit where we partnered very closely with Tim Allen and the Fort Smith Chamber of Commerce. As always, Tim's hair was looking great.
1: And if I can also make a recommendation to the Singapore and U.S. Air Force, please do not let Tim Allen anywhere near one of these uh, airplanes. That would be bad for anyone. So I just wanted to uh, put that PSA out there. I
2: hear they're pretty expensive, so good, good piece of advice there. The first night, we had dinner in Fort Smith, and Governor Hutchison was able to connect with their top leadership, with Colonel Teo. They had a great conversation about doing business in Arkansas, about living in Arkansas. And after that night, Secretary Preston sent me a text message. It said, I know you're coming up the next night for dinner. Colonel Teo and the governor had a great conversation about golf. The governor was telling the colonel about a certain book that he recently read about golf. And so to add an element of customer service, when the governor gets back tonight, let's have him sign the book. And before you head up to Northwest Arkansas tomorrow, you can deliver it and present it at dinner. The next night we had dinner at Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art to display the art museum, a great asset to the region. And Colonel Teo and team were really impressed by a lot of the people that they met. And I think it made the decision a lot easier for them and for the United States Air Force to move forward with that project approval. Next up, we're going to talk about an area of economic development that really had a large impact in 2021, and that's the number of companies that took on existing industrial space across Arkansas. So, Bentley, why don't you start us off? Tell us about some of the companies that took on existing buildings, why that was important to us, why that was important to the companies.
1: Thanks Clint. Yeah, it's a it's a good point and something we noticed pretty quickly on as we were reviewing 2021 the theme of new companies taking vacant space across the state, and it's very important in the economic development world. When you have uh, an existing facility that shutters and is vacant, uh, you know, that affects Arkansans and families. You know, they may have lost their jobs. So we really try to to find someone and work with companies to take that vacant space and uh, and, and put more jobs in those, uh, those facilities. One example is Arning in Clarksville. They took uh, an empty facility there that was, quite honestly, a very interesting facility. It was uh, pretty specialized, and Arning Arning called us uh, one day and said, "Look, we're we're thinking about looking in Arkansas. We need to expand. Arning's a very cool company. They actually, if you eat at uh, Sonic, then you are pulling under their uh, awnings uh, when you eat uh, eat their burgers. So uh, they protect you from the uh, from the elements when you when you get your food. So a lot of other cool things they do. So, uh, custom craft poultry. Danson's another one that that uh, we talked about. High Troll that Clint talked about. Resolute Forest Products in South Arkansas took." Uh, two closed mills and and uh, are in the process of of expanding uh, those and reinvesting in those facilities. Vista Outdoors is one of the one of the cool ones uh, as well. You know they purchased Remington, and we were working with them through their purchase. And uh, Remington, the previous ownership had gone bankrupt, and uh, there were suitors out there. And Vista Outdoors was was the ultimate party that that won the bid to purchase that facility. And we've had a great relationship with them over the past year. And uh, I know Jack uses a lot of their product. Quite honestly, probably more than he should. I feel like he should be a better shot, uh, but that's good for for Remington and Vista. You know, keep people like Jack. Uh, using your product, and uh, he'll keep that product off the shelves because uh, we all know he can't shoot very well. But, uh, um, and also, if you're listening to this, West Rock Coffee has just announced a significant project in Conway. So, uh, if you're not listening to this, if it's not being played, then something happened and the project did not announce, but we are very confident that it will. A really great story of an uh, existing facility in Conway, a company that had been there for a long time and ultimately uh, shut down the facility, moved production elsewhere, and uh, that facility is now up and running. Clint, you as a resident uh, Conwayian? I'm not sure. Conwegian. Conwegian? You... <laughs> okay. I, I apologize to Brad Lacey and uh, Jamie Gates. Uh, Conwegian. As a... A, a local Conwegian. I don't know if you want to touch on what kind, what it means to uh, the Conwegians that are listening.
2: Well, as you mentioned, it, it was certainly a unique building left vacant by Kimberly Clark. And the concern was that it was not going to be able to be filled for, for quite some time. But West Rock Coffee came along and loved the building. It has a lot of attributes that they find very advantageous. It's a great fit. It's a great story of an Arkansas company that's growing significantly, keeping their presence in central Arkansas, and now moving in with several hundred new jobs and and taking on that, that vacant building in Conway. Well before we move on Jack we just want to give you an opportunity to respond Bentley's gotten in a couple cheap shots anything you'd like to say
0: Yeah we've got uh, I think Billy and I have a good opportunity here in the next couple of days to uh to start keeping some some tally marks on uh on our shooting so I think uh I think we'll we'll level the playing field
1: Perfect we'll cover that on the next podcast we've already scheduled for the uh findings <laughs> from the grill out grill cooking contest so
2: perfect All right so results coming soon from the <laughs> Great Arkansas Duck Hunt of 2021 Okay, let's talk about some trends in economic development around Arkansas this year. Jack, you want to kick us off here? What are some trends that you've noticed across the board?
0: I think one of the biggest trends that that we saw was the emergence of uh, a lot of timber projects. So, a lot of forest product companies that, quite honestly, as we as we saw... Uh, the timber prices go up for dimension board at Lowe's, Home Depot, and and stores. A lot of these companies had had money on hand to make investment that they uh, might have might have uh, been looking at and accelerate that investment. So we saw a lot of timber projects. Spent a lot of time in in South Arkansas working uh, working those projects. That's one thing we were talking about that uh, that I enjoy most about this job is just how dynamic it is. That you know on Monday you could be in a in a suit and tie in the governor's office briefing them on a project and then Tuesday Bentley and I are down in, in South Arkansas and I'm in the back of a 4x4 four four holding on for dear life you know as we as we drive through uh, drive through a site so we, we did a good bit of that down in, in South Arkansas this year and had quite a few good good announcements within the forest product sector with Danson's like we talked about Drax that announced some some plans here in Arkansas with their uh, satellite plants that they're constructing we had an announcement in Hot springs with fiber Pro who makes who makes manufacturer's equipment for sawmills. Uh, we had Structure Lamb that opened this summer in Conway, and then most recently here in December with the announcement of Resolute Forest Products down in South Arkansas. So, a lot of, uh, a lot of activity within that sector, and we're hopeful that uh, we can have, have a few more uh, announcements in the pipeline for, for 2022 with a couple projects that we've worked very hard on throughout 2021. Very good, Billy, anything to add on trends in in twenty twenty one
1: yeah, and this probably doesn 't come as a surprise, but uh, the electric vehicle market is blowing and going right now, as they say, so it 's um something revving of course, up revving, oh wow that okay, good, good, quietly revving up. How about that so yeah, the industry is as we all know has had some significant announcements across the u s and uh, not just economic development announcements, but companies investing billions and billions of dollars. Uh, you know, we've seen some success there with some of the earlier stage companies uh, like Canoe announcing their headquarters in Northwest Arkansas, uh, some other companies we continue to to work with. And I think there's a great opportunity for Arkansas to to position itself to take advantage of, uh, of some of these opportunities. And as we all know, the Blue Oval Project in West Tennessee that was announced, uh, I think there's a, a great opportunity for the state of Arkansas to To get some of the, you know, some of the suppliers, uh, downstream and upstream suppliers, from uh, from Blue Oval and take advantage of some of the sites that we have all across the state and in, in, in eastern Arkansas. So um, hopefully there'll be more to, more to come on that, but uh, some really good opportunities, I think, in the EV and the battery market. You know, one thing I uh, don't want to let get get past us is um, what's going on in El Dorado and uh, with all of the, the lithium extraction, things like that with standard lithium, doing some really cool things that I think are getting headlines in, in the market. So that's a, another great opportunity in South Arkansas
0: using some of those natural resources that we've got uh, to, to look in that battery market as well. I think another thing too, Clint, to to add to this is we were looking through some of the announcements from 2021. And not that this is unique to this year, but we worked projects all across the state in a lot of communities that that we haven't historically had the chance to to spend a lot of time in. And as I was looking through this list, talk about projects all across the state, I mean, you look at across the River Valley, we had announcements in Russellville, Clarksville, over to Ozark and over to Fort Smith, uh, in the Delta from Blyville all the way down to Stuttgart, Northeast Arkansas, Jonesboro, Paragould. Rural areas like Flippin' and Leola uh, that, that we don't historically spend a lot of time in, that, that we had some good announcements there th- this year. And then manufacturing expansions in towns like Heber Springs, Huntsville, Pine Bluff, and then down the I-30 corridor uh, from Benton to Hot Springs down to, to Arkadelphia and, and even all the way down to Hope. So you look at those, those projects in addition to what we've announced in Little Rock and, and Northwest Arkansas, and uh, really a good chance to spend time all across the state. So
1: clearly Jack is working on some sort of statewide office that he's running for. Very good job, Jack, for throwing all those out <laughs> yeah, there. I'm impressed. Not, bad, that, uh, not bad. He's running for something,
0: folks. Just get ready. <laughs> no, I'm just, just wanting to serve on your campaign, Bentley.
2: Well, a lot of new jobs and in, a and in very encouraging trend of fewer Zoom meetings, getting out, traveling. Traveling the state, traveling the country. Governor Hutchison and Secretary Preston had the opportunity to travel to a trade show in Israel not long ago to speak with government officials, company executives. We're certainly looking forward to more of that in 2022. Let's talk a little bit more about some momentum that is going to result in economic growth. A couple of, of categories here that we'll tackle. The first one is tax cuts. Last week in a special session, the Arkansas legislature came together and passed the largest tax cut in Arkansas's history. Let's talk a little bit about what was passed and and uh, how meaningful that's going to be to Arkansans, to companies, to recruiting people here? Any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think time you can cut taxes and uh, and increase our competitiveness is is a, a win. So you know, a big hats off to the governor and the legislature for for doing that and doing it the smart way. You know, we uh, the governor and the legislature have passed uh, tax cuts and regular sessions in 2015, 17, 19, was scheduled to do it in 21. We all know what kind of happened in 20 and 21. So I think took the smart approach, uh, delayed that uh, until we saw kind of how we weathered the storm. And so, uh, you know, a big hats off to, to calling special session and getting quick work done. And yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's it's impressive that we're able to do that in these times while maintaining a balanced budget. And, uh, you know, I, I like to tell the story If uh, I apologize if some of you have heard this, but when I started my career in government, I was in the budget office, and we actually got a call from then Governor Schwarzenegger's uh, budget office that said hey, can you guys put a white paper together on how to balance a state budget? So they're actually asking the state of Arkansas how to balance a budget. And so, of course, we got to work and uh, didn't tell them all the secrets, but uh, it's not that difficult. But, uh, you know, I say that to say it's amazing that um, we've been able to maintain a balanced budget since 1945, I believe, and while we're cutting taxes and maintaining services and, and things like that. So it's, uh, uh, you know, tax cuts combined with all of the other things that are happening um, uh, are are a big win for us.
0: Yeah and I think another piece of momentum is is what we've talked about with town attraction. Uh, obviously a lot of the the projects that we've worked Uh, one of the most, uh, the the biggest driver in a lot of these projects is is workforce. And not just in Arkansas, but nationwide, are we going to find the the number of people that we need, the right kind of people that we need? And uh, with some of the efforts that we've done on the talent attraction side, I think we're seeing momentum. With that, I saw a piece from the Tax Foundation a few months ago that highlighted Arkansas as a top 10 place for inbound migration in 2020. And I think we've seen that people's values and and people's lifestyles have changed and what they they prioritize as a place to call home has changed and I think Arkansas is well positioned for that so uh, I think that's that's a really good initiative that we embarked on and I think uh, hopefully we'll continue to see see the success from that.
1: So Clint I know the uh, talent recruitment video and process has been a a really awesome uh, opportunity that you've taken a lot of time and effort in so uh, I think it'd be awesome to touch on that.
2: Thanks, Bentley. I think this is one of the most important areas of focus in the future of economic development is talent recruitment. There are a lot of companies that need talent, and there are a lot of people that are looking at the priorities of their life, especially for individuals who may work for a company somewhere across the country. Maybe they're in a big city, and the company says, we're going to a remote work policy. A lot of people have been given this opportunity for the first time in their careers to decouple where they work and where they live. So as they make these decisions about where they live, you can decide, do I wanna live in an overpriced small apartment in a big city with heavy handed government regulation? Or do I wanna live in a beautiful state like Arkansas where I can afford a bigger house, a bigger yard and have the amenities of the natural state? And so we've launched this campaign called CY Arkansas in partnership with the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage and Tourism and have stood up a landing page at arkansas.com cy. It has a cost relocation calculator. You can look at some of these objective measures of the differential in living between various regions of Arkansas and various regions across the country. You can take a look at this video that shows what it's like to live in Arkansas. There's several regional testimonial videos where people talk about their personal story and their personal move to Arkansas. These materials are most effective in the hands of passionate Arkansans who are recruiting their friends and family from out of state. We've had so many encouraging stories that have not necessarily come directly out of this initiative, but just from hearing people over the course of the last year or two talk about moving to Arkansas and recruiting their friends and family to Arkansas. It's a very compelling case to move to a beautiful state like Arkansas with friendly people, and it's something that we'll continue to advocate for as an economic development strategy of recruiting people next up lightning ground we've never done this on the arkansas inc podcast but just for a little fun as if we've not had fun through this podcast four questions jack and bentley have not seen these oh boy oh. short answers bentley your first favorite restaurant in arkansas
1: oh it was Shadden's barbecue and marvel it is shut down um currently oh the pantry i love the pantry
0: okay Jack? Man, he's so, uh, he's so bougie. Uh, I would say Beach Street Bistro in Crossit or HB's Barbecue here in Little Rock. Okay. We're going Lightning. Make it fast. I'm going
2: Bulgogi in Conway. Oh, nice. If you decide to switch careers and were not limited by the lack of skills, education, or experience, what would your next move be?
1: I would be Jack's press secretary when he runs and also carry his shotgun shells when he shoots shotguns. No. Um, I think I would... Uh, ooh. Man. I think I'd like to farm.
0: All yeah, right. no, I, I, would, I would love to farm as well. I'm, I'm definitely not skilled enough to do it. I think I tell people all the time my dream job is to teach and coach. So I hope, uh, hope someday I can teach and maybe coach a little football. Okay, I'm
2: going professional disc golf player on that one.
0: Oh, yes.
2: If one of our colleagues was to get a call from Jimmy Fallon to be on his show over Christmas break, who would it be and why? Ooh, uh,
1: Jack, you take that one.
2: Uh, I'm going Miss Chandler. <laughs> Are you
1: kidding me? I'm thinking Mitch Chandler. Man, I mean, the obvious answer is Chris Crane, our film guy, but but that's, that's too obvious. I'm going to go um, – all right, I'll go Chris Crane, our film guy. He's the only one that I've seen actually sing and play guitar, so why not? Chris, get up there and sing sing with uh, with Jimmy.
2: Well, he's actually the one that helped write the question, so uh, – Oh, that was a loaded
1: question then. Oh.
2: <laughs> all right, last question in the lightning round. If Jeff Bezos showed up at the next AEDCE meeting and offered a free ride into space – who would be first in line? Any of our economic development partners. Hmm.
0: Brad Lacey. Brad Lacey. He, he's That's always exactly yes. He's <laughs> always looking for somewhere to go. <laughs> <sighs>
2: okay, with that, we'll wrap it up. Our guests today on the Arkansas Link Podcast have been Jack Thomas, AEDC's Senior Project Manager, and Bentley Story, AEDC's Director of Business Development. Billy, Jack, thanks for joining the podcast today. You've been listening to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. This is Clint O'Neill, Deputy Director of the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. For information about AEDC, visit ArkansasEDC.com or connect with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in.